You are now listening to the Human Launch Project Podcast. For more information, check out thehumanlaunchproject.com. And if you've yet to do so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Dave. What's up guys? It's Antonio. And today we are talking about dealing with your shadow or your shadow self. And we all know that there's a destructive side to us and it's inside of each and every one of us, myself included, tone included. But so what is your shadow self? Well, it's the self-sabotage in you. You know, it's the procrastinator, the one that tells you to eat the bad food and says that it's okay. The one that tells you to stay up late and watch mindless television one who convinces you to scroll endlessly on social media even though you know you shouldn't and the shadow is the one who tells you to hit the snooze button and stay in bed a little longer and they and they want you to take the easy route and they only care about ease and comfort and i know you guys know exactly who and what we're talking about and just know this that successful people have shadows too and the shadow is just as important as the more disciplined self. And the reason is that without it, you would never know where to make those improvements. Yeah. And without, while it's without, the, without the struggle, we get, we get no, no value without, without struggling. And realistically, when that shadow self takes hold and starts prying or suggesting in a direction that you otherwise wouldn't have gone it's fighting that is actually fighting failure fighting fighting that is is learning the lesson that you need to learn and it's also you know on a micro level you start make you start getting the availability of making small micro promises to yourself to do otherwise so it's yep. actually the shadow self is a great opportunity to make change. Yeah, I totally agree, man. It's easy to get caught up in that self-destructive loop, though. You know, I've been there plenty of times myself. And one of the things that I realized in going through that is that there's a there's it's going to be there, man. Like life is a roller coaster. Even the path to success can be like a roller coaster where you have moments where you may not be doing as well as you thought or as well as you expected, or maybe you're just kind of being, you're procrastinating, you know? And um, I know, you know, earlier Dave and I were talking about my own personal experience as of late. And, you know, as an example for me, it's been kind of hitting me where I've been a little extra lazy lately and, um, you know, I'm still taking clients and I think that a part of me expected to have a, a break like other people, but I'm still working with people that have issues with their dogs and that need help. And um, and so on my spare time, I'm just kind of relaxing a little bit more and then I, I feel guilty about it. And so that guilt turns into this sort of like act of beating myself up mentally. And then that turns into this loop of just like the self-sabotage and the crazy thing is is yeah and it comes and it just sneaks up on you man it really does and so um you there are you always i've heard just i've heard just before and you can use this with your shadow self is 
you have to meet it at the door. You've got to meet it at the door of your mind because that which you all start thinking, once you start allowing the shadow self to give you those, those type of thoughts or start letting those seep in and pass by, let's just call it the bouncer of your mind. Mm-hmm. Once it passes beyond the bouncer, it's already in play. And then you just start feeding on it, whether that's, you know what, carbs are cool today. I don't have to fulfill my physical routine that I normally do because I'm cooped up in the house. I'm surrounded by, you know, I've got the couch right here. I've got the bed. I've got, it's all right here. The television's right in front of me. Now your shadow self says, you know, just turn it off. You can sit down and watch it. It's cool. You don't have to be at work for, you know, at least 30 more days. It's all good. Yeah. But once you start allowing those thoughts to even enter and not pretending like there's a bouncer out there, you know, allowing shadow thoughts to come in or not allowing them to come in and letting those beneficial things that are going to like move the needle for you to come in. That's, that's like step one is recognizing when it's happening and then allowing or disallowing. And then you can also take that thought and think two things. You could think, how is this, how is this going to serve me is having two sandwiches with these carbs when I'm supposed to be on a, like some kind of diet or I just generally don't eat carbs. How is that going to serve me? How am I going to feel or rather flip it around to, you know what, this does nothing for me. This is going to do nothing for my, my future energy. So change it around and it's, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be eating that. I'm going to substitute that for something positive, take the negative, and substitute it with something positive. You could do it with a lot of other things, but let's move on. Yeah, well, there's different ways of dealing with self-sabotage. I think the first thing is understanding it, that it does exist, and that shadow self is always there and always is always going to want you to start taking an easy route um, and understand the way that it sneaks up on you. Behavior is said to be self-sabotaging when it creates problems in daily life and interferes with your goals. The most common self-sabotaging behaviors are procrastination and self-medication, use of drugs and alcohol, comfort eating, and forms of actually self-injury as well. Uh, but the thing is, it's difficult to identify self-sabotaging thoughts because they are sort of autom- automatic and they sneak up on you without obvious conscious processing versus, for example, the act of having to write in your journal or to go to the gym is not as automatic and it takes a conscious effort to think about that and then follow through on it. Um, The problem with these thoughts too is that they're habitual. They're taken for granted and accepted as normal and they don't make any demands on your attention. So they're, they're also rapid in a sense where they pop up in and out of your mind in an instant and they disappear just as quickly as they showed up. And so another thing to keep in mind is that they're condensed, meaning like a form of cognitive shorthand. So they're usually not in complete sentences in your thought process and sometimes show up as brief images or symbols. I mean, to put it simple, they're super sneaky. And if you guys, and and I know exactly what this is referring to because I've literally been able to spot and pinpoint 
the thoughts that run into my mind um, that can be negative. And becoming consciously aware of this is like, like you mentioned, man, it's like having the bouncer at the front door. And that's, that's, so that's step number one is really understanding like how that self-sabotage can sneak up on you out of nowhere. Um, the next thing too, is to recognize self-sabotaging habits. So these are actual physical things that we can, that we do or we don't do that leads into this loop of self-sabotage. Um, the first thing on the list is procrastination. When it comes to self-sabotage, procrastination is king. So you got to start setting deadlines and many deadlines to work towards your objective. Yeah, this, um, I know for me, this, this, this is a, this is a huge thing where many, many people, and it's a part of your shadow self that creeps in before you actually get around to doing it. But to, to navigate around procrastination, if you just hone in on whatever it is you want to do, whether it's something small, like go take a shower. It sounds silly, but if you were to write it down, something so small, if you were to write it down, make dinner, write it down. I can't tell you how many times I, I offer the suggestion of, have you thought about writing it down? You know, if, if that's something you, you need to do and you like expect it from yourself, how about writing it down? You know, give yourself a small task, hold yourself accountable. And also if it's something that's going to move the needle for you or push the envelope in a positive direction, then it is totally cool to give yourself um, like a mini reward. I like that. A lot of times I think uh, the self-sabotaging habits is you're really just rewarding, overindulging in rewards prematurely before you get anything that actually benefits you. Yeah. Or, you know, for me, man, it'll be um, like, let me just do this one non-important thing real quick before I get busy. And then it's so easy to get stuck on that non-important thing that really just drains your time and also the uh, the morale within you. Because once you start slipping up, then you start looking at yourself like, oh, you're slipping up, you're slipping up. And, you know, we've talked before on other podcasts how important it is to have that um, that self-talk in the right in the right area, you know, that positive self-talk. And that's another uh, self-sabotaging habit is that negative self-talk and that negative thinking. Yeah. Your inner dialogue is constantly critical. Exactly. The way that we speak to ourselves, not just to other people, but the, especially mm-hmm. the way that we speak to ourselves. You know, we got to show ourselves self-love. We got to, uh, you know, be our biggest, our own biggest fan sometimes. And <clears throat> Yeah, man. The, uh, that can be hard, man. That can be hard just because sometimes I know for myself, being your biggest fan, it almost feels like I'm being cocky or, you know, and I know that that's not true, but it's like, it can feel that way. There's, there's so many programs involved that try to keep us down. And um, I think it know. comes down to just one of two reflections on yourself, whether you believe that you can do something or you believe that you cannot do something. And we all know that we are all capable. We are incredible, incredible beings, all super unique. You can do anything you want to do, which 
<clears throat> the procrastination part of this with the shadow self, especially right now, because so many of the population have been laid off. So many people are in quarantine in their own homes. They don't know when they're going to have work again. They don't know when they're going to have financial stability again. There's a lot of unknown. We know that fear comes a lot from not understanding what's under, on the other side of everything. There's a lot of fear in the darkness. There's a lot of fear in the unknown. A lot of people are seeing this as a time where they can either take their foot up the gas pedal, kind of like a staycation. They're just, you know, I don't have a job. I don't have a place to, I don't you know, have a place to clock in. But this is a tremendous opportunity because you are capable of doing whatever you set your mind to. You are capable of learning. Like knowledge these days is at our fingertips. If you yeah. wanted to play, I think I was telling somebody the other day, if I wanted to be a world-class ukulele player, I could learn how to play the ukulele. If that was my passion and it's something I always wanted to figure out time to do, I could be a world-class ukulele, ukulele player. You could be uh, ukulele Dave. <laughs> I just may be. I could see you, bro, being ukulele Dave. Is it ukulele or ukulele? Um, I'll get back to you. <laughs> All right. I don't know because you sounded like you said both. I think it's ukulele. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be different and say ukulele. Ukulele, Dave. Let's talk about perfectionism. Yeah, man. I swear this uh, this is like a podcast about me, man. I, I struggle with perfectionism. I tell people all the time. That's kind of a thing for me. When I saw this on the list, I was just like, wow. You know, it's so true because if anyone out there is like me and they – are a perfectionist, this can definitely trip you up and get in your way. Um, and speaking from experience, you know, I had put off projects before because I was just wanting them to be perfect and I probably could have had them done sooner as I, if I wasn't so fixated on having them be perfect. So I think perfectionism can turn into procrastination because usually for me, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, being like being the perfectionist will actually make me um, wait a little bit longer to either start a project or to, uh, but Ever it'll take me it longer to put it, yeah, to put it out, you know, to get it finished because of that perfectionism within me. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I mean, just look at this podcast, for example, there was, there was an idea had, had we, set back just waited for everything to be perfect had the perfect you know equipment perfect yeah. sound stuff mm -hmm. you know the perfect yep. like layout the the proper um like uh, marketing campaign for it and all that then we probably still wouldn't have the first episode but here we are seven months in and you know what you just got to do it and i wrote it down i made a public announcement that this is what we were going to be doing I had a set date and that's what we did. You just, you get your best foot forward, but there was very, a very, a very good chance that the shadow self behind this podcast and behind us saying, you know, make it perfect before we put yeah. out anything. Had that been the case? Like we know this isn't perfect and that's the beauty of it. 
It's yep. we're learning as we're going together, which is why the whole tagline is as we learn together, we grow together and it's, or we launch, we launch together. together. And That's it's right. just, it's just wild. It's just wild. Yeah. If, you if, if you don't, I was talking to somebody else about that with like the whole perfection perfectionist thing. If you go out of your way and tell people what your goal and ambition is and put a timeline, a timestamp on that, put a, a, a definitive time on when that thing is going to be done. Like I know you've struggled in, in the past with making uh, some IG content or some of your mm -hmm. blog content videos, trying to make them perfect before releasing them. Yeah. And you told me I'm going to have this, this blog post, this video blog out like by the end of the week. So now it just adds extra pressure. And not only that, you have pressure from yourself because you've just given yourself a self-inflicted deadline, but you also told somebody who believes in you and counts on you to get it done. So there's that extra pressure. You can let leverage that. That's friendly pressure, but you can yeah. le leverage that pressure towards when that shadow self is telling you, you know, it needs to be perfect before you do it. Just get your foot out there, make a public Absolutely. announcement, you know, leverage, leverage pressure in a positive way. Yeah. Or ask someone to help you hold yourself accountable. Exactly. Uh, you know, recruit a friend <clears throat> to get involved. Let's talk about some identifying some of the root causes of how this all happens. Yeah. We're familiar with so, fear. Yeah. I mean, fear is usually at the root of what holds us back in any situation. It could be fear of the unknown, unfamiliar, fear of failure, fear that we will have too much or lose what we have or face some pain or some sort of rejection. And, um, you know, I think that's a, a, a no brainer for most people that fear is involved in some way. I think one that kind of surprised me is how comfort that inner voice that tries to keep us in a box and pinned down by an identity assigned to us and not an identity that we earn. And that really what I'm referring to there is like your subconscious, and, you know, I don't want to go too deep into it, but I think a lot of this comes from being a, a child for a lot of people, something that that programming comes into play. Maybe an adult told you couldn't do it or uh, told you that you weren't good enough or told you that you weren't worthy. And that can create a level of comfort in a sense, not those words, but later on in life when it's easier to not do anything than to challenge the idea that you're not worthy of doing it. You know what I mean? And I think that's where that comfort sneaks in. And it's just that soothing voice that says things like you deserve it. You're tired. Turn on the TV, relax. Just take a few minutes. Don't worry about your goals. You know, it's just a super sneaky underlying voice that creeps in and tempts you with comfort and with the uh, promise of not having to risk failure, you know? So yeah. it's definitely something to be aware of. For many, um, for many, it's very easy to get sucked into the, the comfort and the, I guess the laziness of, you know, I could, I could put it off for tomorrow. It, it, yeah, exactly like what you said. I, why do I need a challenging day? Why do I need to challenge myself? Why do I need to push myself? It kind of, it, it just piggybacks right into the next, next part is uh, the negative self-image, which is also stems from your childhood. 
I think another big one in general is avoiding emotions. When I was reading about this, I, I was kind of, I wasn't surprised, but I was also just like taken aback. And, you know, when you think about how some people handle emotion, emotional situations, um, a lot of people don't express their emotions and this can create a huge problem within yourself internally, mentally, because you don't, if you're not dealing with your emotions, then you're usually spending the time trying to mask them. And that is another form of how self-sabotage can manifest itself by avoiding emotions. You know, we often get into a lot of trouble trying to escape intense negative feelings. Everyone does, you know, some do it regularly. Uh, lots of people don't even know how to deal with emotions. So understanding that that's a huge outlet or, or rather it's a huge you got, you got to feel to heal. You have to, it goes along the lines of like, when, when you start feeling your emotions, you're, you're um, addressing them. You're saying, okay, those are here. And then it gives you a way to figure out what do I need to do next? Rather than just bottling them up and, and letting them compound inside of you. One day will come when it is all unleashed from something, some event in your life. And Having a level of vulnerability is, is like you're seeing it a lot right now on like social media and stuff, people becoming more and more vulnerable with their, with their feelings, but it gives you a chance to understand the event. It gives you a chance to feel it so that you can deal and get through it. Some of the ways you can do this is, is like journaling about your feelings, getting them out on paper. Yeah. There is, That's there a good is, one. There is so little... Um, power that's pushed out into the public about the power of writing. Like you can, you can get through so many things by seeing how you feel about anything, whether this is goal setting, whether this is like what your future visions are, whether you're having an argument and you're trying to figure out a way around it. If you're creating a business, once you start writing it all down and seeing the way that you're thinking, it gives you a chance to like redigest exactly how you feel. And when it comes to your emotions, you have to, you have to feel it in order to, if it's something you're trying to get over or get past or get beyond, you have to feel it in order to like have it heal itself at all. Yeah. So avoiding them, some shadow self. Not good. So some things you can do is change your pattern of behavior. And we've talked about this before, you know, small changes equal big wins. Yep. And this is so true. And it can just be something simple, like starting the journal. Maybe it's, you know, going on a walk when you first get up in the morning. Maybe it's just getting outside. Maybe it's just moving your body. Maybe you need to stretch a little bit. Maybe just something, some sort of self-care, some sort of step in the direction of getting an important task done. Yeah. Um, Just get get into the habit of setting your day out by writing it out. However, however you want it to be. Yeah. 
just so you can see what it looks like. Because I guarantee you, yeah, exactly. If you start putting the times behind it, those little snacking behaviors or the lack of like not not like doing a at-home exercise or, you know, eating a certain way or having conversations. Once you start like planning out and writing out the small, what will be wins by the end of the day, once you see it, you're more likely to do it. You're going to hold yourself accountable to it. And it's, a, a, I think it's a fantastic way to make small, incremental, meaningful changes by starting your morning right, and the rest will all fall in line. I was going to say, I think, men, morning and evening routines are so important. Absolutely. I know when I, when I do a little stretch or hit the foam roller before bed, it really helps me get good sleep, and it helps me wake up feeling ready to complete my morning routine, you know, um, doing a little bit of, you know, before bed and when you wake up is huge. So another thing you can do is if you're unorganized, get organized. Dave, you had a really good saying. What did, what do you say about that? Mess, mess equals stress. Mess equals stress, man. That's, that's yeah, that's, that, uh, that is that's so true. No truer I, words have ever been spoken. I'm going to try so thinking about this other one. It's, um, I think about it. There's something about okay. like if uh, something about to do with like if you make your bed or you have like a better better sleep or I don't, something like that. Anyway, mm. um, is that about making your bed in the morning? No, it's like I don't know. I have to look. I'll have to look it up. I, I jotted it down. Pill. I'm so bad right. at remembering like quotes. That's why you write everything down. That's all right. Um, you know, but if you guys are going to bed late, go to bed early, do something to get yourself on the right path, uh, to make yourself start feeling better about yourself. Watch. If you're watching too much TV, read a book, read a book for 15, 20 minutes, you know, give yourself a goal and, and accomplish it. Um, make plans, start that business. We have a lot of free time right now. And yeah, how about this? Think, you know, like just to the audience listening, if you follow us on IG, just um, give yourself a small incremental task that's going to make you happy, that's going to elude that shadow self. Start small, whether that's go to bed 20 minutes earlier than I typically do, wake up 20 minutes prior than I typically do. You know, if I'm eating four meals a day, cut one out. I don't know, do like an extra, extra rep when you're, when you are working out or whatever it is and send it to us, send it to us in the DM. We'd like to hear about what that small incremental thing you're, you're implementing to get around your shadow self behavior. I like that. Yeah. I want to know what you guys are doing for sure. Well, with all that said, this brings us to the three, two launch launch. What's number three, bro? identify your shadow self characteristics so as you're going through your day and you're noticing the, that little shadow on your shoulder or whatever you want to call it ticking at you and prodding you to to do that thing you know might not be the the thing that you expect of yourself start identifying it maybe write it down yeah number two change your pattern of thinking everyone of us has a thought process that it's almost like we don't even 
Like we don't even control it. So change that pattern of your thinking. Notice those little uh, thoughts that are coming into your mind and seeping in. That thoughts, of, those thoughts of comfort, those thoughts of putting things off, yeah. and those thoughts of making your life easier. And recognize them, and then change them. Do something a little bit challenging. Yeah. The number one is set micro daily positive goals for yourself. Oh, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, we hope you gain tremendous value out of this. If you want to pick Please. up a quarantine hoodie, check out the link on any of the show notes for our Teespring account and it would do us a great honor if you were to review and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and we appreciate you guys so much for, for listening to us weekly and we're just so grateful to be able to bring you information that will help you and launch yeah and we'll check you next week yeah peace peace Mm